Good Vachra Boisai! Ah! We have many guests here, starting with Jerry. What's your name? Jerry? Jerry Isaac. Isaac from? From Teaneck. Teaneck, New Jersey. Used, used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Neil, you're also a friend, no? Uh, brother in law. Okay, so, so what's your name? Kyle Lindenblatt from? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Finally, Atlanta. No, we had a few. There's a guy, there's a bacher here that just came over to me today. My, you know, I think my sister lives there. No? Yeah, I can. Yeah, she lives there. The catch is what? You lost me. Oh, we're holding a middle of guests. Shalom Aleichem, what's your name? Uh, Avram? Adam. You heard of the shit that you shouldn't have the name Adam, maybe you could. But we're not. Where are you from, Adam? Shaivel, Shalom Aleichem. Okay. Oh, your son? What's your name, Tzadik? You're Rome from? Shaivel, and you? Yeah. Rafal Ben from? Toronto. What are you learning, Shiva? No, not what? You see, that's, that's a true Shiva Bacher. Where do you, where, he's in Kiddushin. He lives in Kiddushin. I love it. Don't even tell me where you're from. Where, what, where are you, Shiva? Oh, Yeshiva. What? Wow, yeah, such great guys. I know how good. The man is, he's, he's, he's learning in Kiddushin. I love it. Okay, who else? There's more? What? Who? Oh, Shalom Aleichem. Hi. Yitzhi Hollander. from? West Hampstead. Shalom Aleichem, Yitzhi. No, anybody on this side? We have Chaim Snow. We have other guests. Oh, we have Uncle. <laughs> All right, everybody, so let's do some uh, emails quick. We have unbelievable daf. First, I couldn't chodesh and many tangible blessings on the occasion of your 50th birthday in two weeks. You're making significant advent on many people. Shem should bless you, your family, safety, good health. Oh, Ramoshik. How you doing? You're hiding behind the screen. All the way from Los Angeles, no? Wow. Let's see, what does your suit look like inside? Can we see? It doesn't have any MDY no stuff? No oh, no lining. Okay, we're not allowed to say. We're not allowed to say that he asked not to be mentioned. We're not going to mention him. Don't even put the cameras on him. You cited the horror story today connected to, to placing fault on others, a common human behavior. The late Rabbi Dr. Avram Tversky observed that people have six needs. Ear to breathe, water, food, clothing, shelter, and most important need, number six, someone to blame for all their problems. If you choose to share this, please keep it anonymous. I held my phone in my hand early Tuesday morning in the hospital for surgery to hear the daf. It was a powerful grounding comfort to do the daf in that sterile facility. Hail your belly. This is beautiful. Oh, he's talking about the chart with Haran and how it goes. And he says, Imamish enjoyed it a lot. I'm happy that he enjoyed it because we spent a lot of time in that chart versus the other charts that I really wanted. It brings out the beauty of our whole nation. Changed my life, of course. I've missed the daf since Megillah. Can't believe I've learned so many daf in Gemara. Truly Da, 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 da. Gary, he mentions you. Gary, Yosef, Yoshi, etc., etc. Thank you again for the greatness in your world. The Koilo is sponsored in the Schos. May we always be able to support Torah and may the Torah protect us from any harm. Amen. The Masechta. I saw in the Oremer Kaz this week, it said, 
that the Masech was sponsored, Ki Yaakov V'yalak. That's what it said, Ki Yaakov. Okay? Maybe it was a mistake, maybe it was on purpose. The last day of the Pardes HaChodesh, Dr. Avram Epstein, we're looking forward for him to coming back, I think he's coming back tomorrow, with his kala, I think. Dr. Avram Epstein, in memory of my dear departed loved ones, included my recent Yontav Yizkars. The Pardes HaChodesh, L'Yanishma Zechari B'Mosha, L'Yanishma Zechari B'Mosha, and a special thank you to Hillel, who's on his phone right now, and Sabrina Kamiansky and Dr. Epstein for your Hachnosas Archim. Oh, you're taking a picture. Who is it? Should I do it again so you can take a whole video? And thank you, Hillel and Sabrina Kamiansky and Dr. Epstein. You want to get it again? Oh, for Yachnosas Archim. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Uh, boys, here we go. Oh, there's one little one, little clip here. I believe that's Akiva Solkowitz and his kid. What do you think this is? Who has a big sign like this? There's a few people, but he has a big sign. You'll see in a second. Good morning, Raboisa. It's Rafal the Barber. Oh. Okay. Oh, Raboisa, here we go. We're holding by the Gemara. Daflamid Alephom and Bays. And here's a question, a number of questions I have for the Oilam. Can a woman perform a bris mila? Could she be a moil? Anybody? <laughs> Question like this we have to ask Kil Kamiansky. Hello! What's the what's alocha? Machlaika. <laughs> well, it's machlaik in the Gemara, and we it's better not, but maybe. If a woman, okay, so everybody has a question about Tzipayra, good question. Now, one of the interesting things that I notice is a lot of that we know and learn is from our kindergarten teacher. A lot of our Taira and our Ashkafa comes from our Ganenet. So, what, what day of the Bris Mila hurts the most, Rabbi Isai? Third day. Hello. <laughs> okay, so I see people shaking their heads. It's not three. What do you say, Uncle Phil? What is it? All three. Why? But it says, Isn't it a pasuk? Okay, let's see. Tanya Rabbi Shua ben Kacha Aimer. Gedayla Mila. Mila is so important. We had this already in the Mishnah. A lot of what we're going to learn, it's a. A repeat of what we learned on Friday. Moshe Rabbeinu, with everything and all this chosen, you guys should take pizza now before it gets cold. So give it out if people wash, don't wash. But we're going to go weiter. I didn't say you should talk. You should eat. It's better stuff your mouth with food and not, uh, yeah. So, when Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do Mila on his son, Eliezer, so all the good that he did didn't help him. Hashem wanted to kill Moshe Rabbeinu. So you see how important bris Mila is. Now, what's an obvious question? What's the obvious question, Rabbi Isai? What brought it to make in the pizza? I know, but what else? What else? <laughs> The question is, why does Moshe Rabbeinu get Misa 
for not performing a brismila. It's a say. Why? I had this question the whole Shabbos. And Baruch Hashem, I found the Marsha. Marsha says, that, listen to this. Moshe Rabbeinu was a Ben Noyach. He's Chayev. It's no, there's no, he has Misa if he doesn't do it. We don't. Others say, another Pshat that he said is because, you hear Mati? What's the first answer? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. You can eat, just don't interrupt. So, that, so at least get the second answer. After you, and then you'll understand the question. Second answer is that Okay. Let's go. Next sugya. If you spaced out over there, new sugya. Omar Rebbe. It's impossible to say that Moshe Rabbeinu got lazy and he didn't perform a mitzvah. Moshe Rabbeinu had a debate in his head. If I go out and I go on the way, I go from Midian to Mitzrayim, like a Kajboru told me. Sakana. It's a big Sakana for the baby. On the third day, Shechem, Shimon and Levi came in. They saw that everybody is weak. And they went ahead and they killed everybody. So you see that on the third day, it hurts a lot. Says the Ran. No, that's not the Pshat. There are those who argue with the Ran. The Ran learns that it's the three days straight of having a Mila of pain. That creates a weakness. It's not the Pshat that the third day is more painful than the first day. The opposite. Science will probably say that the first day is the most painful, the second day is a little less, and the third day is even less than that. Typically when you get a wound, the third day is less than the first day. Unless the other Rishonim hold, not like that. Okay, whatever the... But the Ran holds, no. But it's a... It accumulated. The three days accumulate and they weaken a body. I saw... The Chassam Soifer says over here, a very interesting pshat, it's Motzi Shavu, so you can say all these pshatim today, that Yaakov Avinu was very upset at Shimon and Levi. Why? He explains the kas, that perhaps when they did a bris milah, they did it l'shem shomayim, and they're all gerim. You're going in there, you're killing a bunch of gerim, newly, new, new gerim. How could you kill gerim? So Shimon and Levi waited to the third day. And when he saw that on the third day, the Kayavim, so they decided that they didn't do L'Shem Shomayim. If they did L'Shem Shomayim, they wouldn't be Nizayk. They wouldn't have, they would have a certain Shmira from doing the mitzvahs. And that was their sign that they didn't do L'Shem Shomayim and they went ahead and they killed them. Amol says Moshe Rabbeinu to himself, what should I do? Hashem tells me to go to, to Mitzrayim. I also have a mitzvah, on the other hand, to do milah. You know, something came to me today. I, if somebody finds it, it's an idea. I don't know if I, I really didn't run it by anybody, so I might get myself into trouble here. But in case it's true, it might be a big sight that perhaps, how did Moshe Rabbeinu keep the Torah? How did Avram Avinu know how to keep the Torah? So everybody probably thinks, oh, they had Nevuah, they had Ruch HaKadosh. Perhaps it's not that. Perhaps... It's just a machshava. Perhaps Avram Avinu and the Avay, so Moshe Rabbeinu, they, they were able to understand the Torah on their own. They were able to see what needs to, not, what needs to be done. Just their own common sense, a very, very deep common sense. Maybe. 
And then, who says this? Nefesh Chaim says this? Ooh, wow. Baruch Hashem. I like that. Shkoyach. What? Okay, good. So this is not my chiddush, but based on that, it it, may, it changes a look at, at everything. Then you say, I'm not putting on tefillin because Hashem said to do a random thing. It's part of the bria. It's part of what we need to do. Without the Torah, I would also have to put on tefillin. I would figure out to shake a lulav for whatever reason. We don't understand it, but the mitzvahs that Kajbor gave us are all part of that. That's what comes out. yeah, unbelievable. Really, such a Everybody, then it should be a very famous pshat. Okay, good. So I, I, I risked it, and actually I came out of shaita from the whole thing. <laughs> it was true, but I should have known it's never Shalchaim. Okay, give out him. Moshe Rabbeinu should have known to do the Mila, and he should have done Mila, but he had a, he had a, he had a big shaila here. What do I do first? Do I go to Mitzrayim, then do the Mila, or should I do the Mila first? Says, says Gemara, You have to go there. So then why, why did he suffer from the whole thing? Because before anything, he went to a hotel. Explains the run that this hotel was right next to Mitzrayim, right before he get into Mitzrayim. He wasn't there yet. But because there's no sakon anymore, you don't have to worry. He could have done the mila there in the hotel, in the Malay, and there's no more sakon for the baby because it's a very short trip. Everybody takes a baby from their house to the shul and back. So you see, a, a small trip is nothing. She's already there. He should have done the... So he wasn't in Mitzrayim. Who was with him? Sipaira, his other kid. Who went into Mitzrayim, Rabbi Isai? Who went to Mitzrayim? Only Moshe Rabbeinu. What happened to Tzipayra? They had to go back. It wasn't for them. The Satan didn't want to kill Moshe Rabbeinu. He wanted to kill the baby. So Tzipayra was talking to the baby and she said, you're a chasan domim. Through the bris milo, he became a chasan to Hashem. And you almost caused me to lose my husband. I think I mentioned the story. I was once very involved with the family here that the mother had the machla. And uh, I went to America for them, the whole thing. And at one point, the father asked me if I could adopt his two-year-old baby. What happened? He said that the the baby is what caused the mother to get sick, which is not really true, whatever. But she got sick while she was pregnant. And whoever she asked told her, don't, don't do treatments now. Do it after the baby is born. But by that time, it was already too late. It was either basically to lose the baby or do treatment. So she hated the baby. She didn't want the baby at home. So he asked me to, to adopt the baby. And it just reminded me of this thing that sometimes like, you caused my husband, you're about to cause my husband to die. Now the baby's back with him. After she was nifter, they, they got the baby back. It was, it was a good thing I didn't adopt the baby. Whoever adopted is suffering. Fine. So I saw a wild Targum Yonason brought down by the Nidre's reason. So I didn't see the Targum Yonason itself. 
It says like this, that Yisroi made a condition with Moshe Rabbeinu. He said to Moshe Rabbeinu, I don't want you to, to do a bris milah to one of your children. So he's masking. Why was he masking? Because he had to be kind of the mitzvah of which outdid the, the mitzvah of Milo. That's what he says. But once Moshe Rabbeinu did the Milo on Eliezer, so what happened? His kedushin was bottled because he broke the Tanai. So he had to get re-engaged. So that's why she called him Hassan Damim. She was talking to Moshe Rabbeinu. She called him Hassan Damim. Okay, big chiddush for Matzah Shabbos. When Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do the bris milah, the two malachim, one was called af, one was called chema, the wrath, the cast, and they swallowed him. So it's a whole thing here. And Rashi, Rashi in the Chumash talks about it, that they were, they were like snakes. They were, the, they were like snakes. One swallowed him up until his bris milah. And then either he spit him out, and then the other one came and swallowed him from his legs up to his bris milah. We have a picture. Yoshi worked on it a long time, so at least it should be up on the screen for a couple of seconds. So here, I don't know if you can see, but Moshe Rabbeinu up until his belt. That's the first one. And the second one, either they did it at the same time, it was two snakes, but all they left is the belt, the, the Mila. Or, all right, so you can leave the picture up for a few seconds to give it a little bit of a, remember, Daflamid Bey's lave didn't go up to his heart, but it went up to the Mila. So that's how Tzipayra realized what's going on here. These snakes, the Afachema, are grabbing my husband. They want to kill him. But the only thing that they're not swallowing is the Mila. Oh, it, this has to do with the Mila. <coughs> she took a stone it's better to do a milo with a, with a knife as there's a positive that says it talks about uh, the metal but you could, you could do a bris milo with anything sharp even glass, a stone the snake let, it, let go of him there's a, a story that really Made a big, big Rosham on me. I said the story a number of times. I got to say it again. It's Shabbos. But it's one of those stories that really left a big. There was a. In Russia back in the day when you couldn't do a bris mila. Couldn't do a bris mila. And a woman had a baby. And she couldn't do the bris mila. The baby was about a year old. And they found an opportunity where they were able to get a mile. And do a mila where the Russians wouldn't find out. And they did this undercover bris mila. And immediately after the bris. The moil gave the baby to the mother. So she took the baby, she kissed him, and she fell on the floor and she fainted. It's like they, they revived her. And the bottom line is that what happened was, she said, she made a nether. She said, I'm not going to kiss my baby until he gets a brismila. And that was the first time that she ever kissed her baby. He was a year old. It's a powerful, powerful story. The, the strength of a yid in, in, in that Russia. So, here all, Tzipayra, she chopped the thing, she did a brismila. There's another story, a famous story, this I don't know about, but there was a story by the Nazis, Yimach Shema, that a woman told the Nazi, she said, could I have your knife? 
So he was happy to give her the knife because he thought she's going to commit suicide. She took the knife and she pulled out her baby and she, she did a bris milah. What happened to her, I don't know the end of the story exactly. You can imagine. Says the Gemara. I saw a pshat that he wasn't sure. He did. He's like, what, what's going on here? Why are these snakes grabbing me? They're, they're killers, killer snakes. We got to get rid of them. He made a cheshbon that he shouldn't do the bris milah. So according to him, he didn't deserve misa. So why are they killing him? I have to kill them. So what happened? Like Baruch said, leave go of them. Meaning, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to kill them. Hashem had to save them. No, he did it. He was able to kill Chema. So Chema's gone. Chema's dead. I'm scared of Af and Chema. That means that Af and Chema survived. Chema's still alive. Either the Pshad is there's a second one also called Chema. Chema was in charge of a whole army, and the army was left. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is. But the, the head guy, the head Chema, he's dead. Tanya, Rebbe, Oymer. So the Pshat is, like Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu, look, you did wrong. I sent them. They're my Shliach. Yeah, you deserve to die at the point. That that, until your kid had a meal, you deserve, don't kill them. They don't, you don't just kill Malachim or whatever it is. Rebbe Yoimer, Gdoyla Milo, Sheilach Hamishin, Esasik, Mitzvah, Kavram Avinu. Milo is so great. Who was Mekayim the Mitzvah on his own, with his own Svaro, whatever it is, Nefesh Chaim says, or Rocha Kaidish. But he, look at how he was Mekayim a Mitzvah of Achanas Archim. Look how he was Mekayim the Mitzvah. Nobody was Mekayim like Avram Avinu. When the nigger Tamim, El Hashem Milo, he was considered complete once he got a Bris Milo, Shenemar, Salik, Lefonai, Veyei Samim. Uchsiv, Vetno Brisi, Veni Yenech, and that. The first passing in the parish we said the other day that it says it says in the Mishnah. What's so chash about Mila? There's 13 brisim. In that parish, the first passing I taught starts off the parish, and then immediately goes into the bris Mila. Mila is like all the mitzvahs. I think I have the pasuk here actually. Yeah. Meaning this Torah, karatit bris. So the the whole Torah is, is shakal keneged bris. That's bris is as important as the whole Torah. Without bris mila, then we wouldn't have heaven and earth. And Rebbeleizer argues on this. It's Torah that keeps the world going, not the bris mila. Go do what you have to do, the fun of a summon and be complete. Oh. So he started shaking. Why did Akashborch wait until now? Why didn't Akashborch come to me two years ago, five years ago, 50 years ago? Shalom Aleichem, today, now, maybe I did something, maybe I wasn't rowy. Kivin Shalom Aleichem, Etno Brisi Ben Yuvenecha. When HaKosh Baruch Hu created a new halacha of bris, Neskara Daitais, he realized there's nothing wrong with him. It's just a new halacha that HaKosh Baruch Hu said, you have to do a bris. 
Bayoitza Yoitza Achutza. Hushbaruch takes him outside and says, look, up, look at the stars, and that's how many descendants you're going to have. All my lefanov. So Avraham Avinu tells him, I looked, I searched, and I spoke to the, to the stargazers, and I found out. Whatever the girsa here is. But they told me it's not good. I'm not going to have Yitzchok. I'm going to have just Yishmol and that's it. So what are you telling me? I'm going to have all these tzitzayim. Oh my Lord. Say, Forget about the stargazers. Why do you go to these Mkubalim? Why do you go to these things? Forget it. Ein mazal Yisrael. The, the, uh, yes, the stars. And, and this one is born in, uh, in, uh, what is it called? Leo, and this one, and that one. And everybody, they say that if you're born at this time of the month, and this time of the, the day, you have such a, you're going to have this disposition, and you're going to have that. But ain mazal Yisrael. Klai Yisrael doesn't have mazal. We don't go by the stars. You don't go by the stars, says, says the Gemara, says the Kosh too, Avraham Avinu. So, there's a big, big machlag Rishonim, between the Rambam and the Ramban. The Rambam holds, Ein Mazal Yisrael. So if somebody goes to one of those fortune tellers, and the fortune teller tells this person, do X, Y, Z, or let's say Mekobol, you go to Mekobol and he says, you have to do this and this and that, and you do it based on what he tells you, says the Rambam, you get Malchus. It's Isidur Raisa. We don't have Mazal, we don't go by the Mazal. If you go by that, that's, the Ramban argues, and he says, no, Klai Yisrael does have mazel, but Klai Yisrael has the ability to uproot the mazel. We could change the mazel. There's a famous Taisvis at the end of Mesech Shabbos, where Taisvis discusses it, and says, Klai Yisrael has the ability with tefillah, with certain things, we could change the mazel. It's not in stone, like it is for other people, but we do have mazel. So bottom line is, what do we do? Where's the, what's the halacha? So believe it or not, it's a machlech in the Shulchan Aruch and the Tur. The Ramah and the Shulchan Aruch passing like the Ramban, that we do have mazel, that we, we could change the mazel, but we have mazel, but we do have mazel. And the Tur passing like the Rambam, that we don't have mazel. If somebody goes to a stargazer, I'm not saying Mikubo so much, but it might be the same idea. I don't know, I'm going to get... A lot of uh, slag. What are you talking about? What? If you go to a stargazer, at least a stargazer, at least a stargazer bases it on something. Okay, fine. Ooh. I just dug my hole deeper. Great. I once flew from, from here to Rabbi David in a helicopter. That's how much I hold him in Kubalim. So don't, no, I'm just kidding. I did fly there, but I don't, whatever. I got a free ride, so I went. <laughs> just learn Tyra and figure things out yourself and tell me it's true. Okay. Zogti Gemara. Say mitztagnina shukha. Stop looking at the stars and trying to figure things out. We're going to see more of this Mekubalim thing. Oh, my Rebbe Yitzchak. Call him Masmi Matzmi HaKosh Baruch if you're Tamim. You go without any thinking about the future. Stop thinking about what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. Go straight with HaGosh Baruch Hu Hashem. We'll take care of you. 
Shenemar, then a Kajbarhu, if you act like that, Mida Kanegid Mida, Kajbarhu Masmi Mimai. At the end, a Kajbarhu will take care of you. Shenemar Mchos this Chasod, Im Givar Tomim Titamam. Should be a Tomim. Be a, how do you say Tomim in English? Naive. Go, be, be naive. Go with a Kajbarhu Betmimos. But the Chavaz Chaim says, Al Tayri, he says, you go with a Kajbarhu Betmimos, but don't go with people Betmimos. You always have to be weary of people. Don't, don't. No, not humble. That's not the word. No. Innocent, simple. I think naive is a good one. If a person is a Tomim, then he'll reach greatness. Because of Rama Vinu was Tomim, you will, you will become. The greatest, you'll be the father of all the nations. If a person goes to these people, these, these people that see the future, what's going to happen is these things will affect them. If you want to be immune to sorcery and that sort of thing, don't, don't, don't go to find out from it. If you don't go, then it doesn't have a kayak over you. But if you go to find out what's my future, and they tell you, then you're, you're, you're subject, you, you, subject, you subject yourself to that sort of thing. Then somebody can make a nachash on you. So the Gemara understands kiloi nachash biyakov with a vav. It says kiloi nachash biyakov to him. Loi, with a vav, he's going to have a nachash. But what do you mean? You're taking it out of the simple, it says with a with an aleph. Kiloi nachash. This is how it says in the positive. Kiloi with an aleph. You won't have, you won't be subjected to nachash. So why are you bring this possible? Ella mishumido kineged mido. Pashup shadir is, okay, forget the pasuk. There are those who want to learn, maybe the marashah or whatever, that it's still going in the pasuk. But I think the pasuk shadir is, forget the pasuk for now. We're talking about mido kineged mido. If, you are weary and believe in the Nachash, then the Nachash will get you. Tony Ava bereid the Rebbe Zeira. Kolodam sheinim menachesh. Machnisin oisa. If you don't go, you don't listen to these people. Exactly who they are, you figure out yourself. A Nachash in the Torah is not a mekubal. Obviously, it's uh, somebody that does you know sorcery or whatever. So if you don't go to those people, machnisin oisa b'mechitza shafilu malachi ashores any chodim likanas b'soicha. You're in a different level. Shenamar kiloy Nachash biyakov elikazim Yisrael. There's a Ran over here. Ran Dibra Masu Kais Ye Omer Liakov Yisrael Mapal Elim. Shemalachi Ashor says the Ran. You see it like in the middle of the page. Shemalachi Ashor Yishalu Yisrael Mapal Elim. The Malachim are going to ask Klai Yisrael, "What's going on? Tell us. What's, they're in a different room. They're in a different mechitza. They're in a different place." Because they don't do this nichos, put them in a special place. You don't care about the future. You don't want to know what the future holds for you. You have full be talking in Hashem. Hashem is going to do what He needs to do. So therefore, you don't want to know the future. Hashem will be megali you the future on your own. Says Gemara, Omar, maybe the Goyim you have to say here. Or maybe that's the end of the pasuk. I don't remember. I think one of them is what? 
right. That's why it's right. That's the right. Right. Koeis Yerama Yaakov Yisrael Mapale. Right. Exactly. What's going on? What's Hashem doing? Omer Rebbe Omer Rebbe Lazar. Why was Avram Avinu punished? If I ask everybody in the room, why was Avram Avinu punished? Why did Klaisvogel go to Mitzrayim for 210 years? Why? Huh? No, not Sela. What? What happened? Chumash, regal Chumash. Okay. Oh, we'll find out from the daf. He enlisted the Tamid Chachamim to come help him in the war. When he went to fight to save light, he didn't go on his own. He slept all the Tamid Chachamim. Those who taught Torah, it's unbelievable. This is before Matan Torah. He taught them Torah. He taught them Yiddishkeit. And instead of letting them stay and learn the base Medrash, he slept them out. Shenemar Vayorek is Chanichov. He mobilized his chanichim, like chinuch, those who use mechanich, yelidei beisoy. Now, does this ring a bell to anybody? Is this the reason why Klaisvah went to Mitzrayim for 210 years? Because he was mishabed, because he took his, his, his kids and he made them go to war? Now, first of all, what happened over there? It was literally like us going to war against the United States. Come with a few sticks, we're going to go to war. It's a joke. You don't go to war against all these kings. So if you're already going to war against all these kings and against the United States, obviously you're going with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help. You're not going by yourself. So if you're going with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help, so why do you have to bring 300 people with you? 318 people. Just go by yourself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's helping you. How's each person going to help you? Another 300 people is going to help you. So that was the Tainan Avram Avinu. But over here on the side, the rush says that of course the problem is because Abraham Avinu said, how do, how do I trust you, Hashem? Oh, how do I trust you? That's it. Your kids are going to Mitzrayim for 210 years. But he says, It's a combination. This, this Avera of Ayark Eschanichav was... What started the whole thing? That's why he said Bama'ida, and that's why we went. We went because of Bama'ida. But because he did this, it's on the side in the Pirush Rush. Okay. There was a, a story with Rav Steyman. A guy came to Rav Steyman and said, You know, my son, they arrested him, he's in jail, whatever, he did something. So Rav Steyman says, Does he, does he give Tzdaka? So he said, Oh, does he give Tzdaka? He's tremendous about Tzdaka. He even has a coil on Friday. That the Yungalite learned in the Kyle for seven hours, it's amazing. This. So he looked at him and he says, Oh, now I understand why he's in jail. You make a Kyle on Friday for seven hours? You're a Nargil, the Tamid Chacham. He used the Slashan over here. You're, you're stealing the Tamid Chacham from their wives. He used it on a flip. The guy should be at home helping his wife. Seven hours? Okay, five hours. What? Seven hours? That means he comes home right before Shkir. It's a Nargil, the Tamid Chacham. I wasn't sure if I should say it. People say, yeah, but it's all in the right place. On a Friday afternoon, learning too much is also not a good thing. He stole this from the bedtime. Huh? He stole this from the bedtime for the kids. The who? The bedtime? Yeah. Okay. Now you're talking about Shinemar, Vyorkas Chanicha, Vididi Beisai. Ushmuel Amar, Bibnei, Shihifriz, Amidoisav Shalakash Baruchu. He, the Ran says a Lashon, there's different Lashonists, but 
Hifriz in Hebrew is the Lashon of too much. On the, on the one hand, the Ran doesn't go with that, but he also says he was Hirba Laharer. He, he thought too much into what Hashem is doing. He questioned He prevented people from worshiping Hashem. He told the king of Zdaim, I'll make a deal with you. The king tells Avram, Leave me these people. So, so Avram Avinu was punished because he left those people there. What can we learn from this? Don't leave anybody behind when it comes to the daf. Oh, if you're not Mekhair of somebody, because gave Avram Avinu a oinus for not being Mekhair of somebody. If you can Mekhair of somebody to the daf and you don't, oiv avoy. Huh? No man left behind. He knew. He didn't really lie. You could, you could, you could throw that in. Rav Omar Shoyriko Matoyro. There's two pshatim here. Either he took away their Torah by making them stand up from the Beis Hamedrash and go to war. That he paid them. He paid them good. He, nobody wanted to go to war. What am I crazy? Suicide. I'm going to go 318 people against all these kings. They have armor and they have uh, everything they need. <laughs> Nuclear weapons, I'm going against them. So you had to pay them. How many went? 318. So check this out. This is what Yoshi sent me today. So we'll start going with this. See this? It's a little bit better than I could do. So this is just the gematria of Eliezer. Eliezer equals 318. So don't say that, uh, that he brought 318 people with him. He brought actually one person. His name is Eliezer. Huh? What are you saying? That what? The first? Pshat? Yeah. Or Eliezer connected Kulam. Eliezer the Chush Ah. Yeah, okay. I hear what you're saying. Rabbi, sorry, says Laibi, I learned wrong. Shot. Eliezer connected Kulam. Eliezer happened to be as chashev as everybody. Now Ikadamri, Eliezer, I jumped the gun. Eliezer, who the chushbene, this is the gematria. Hochahave, he was three eighteen, and therefore he didn't bring three eighteen. He brought Eliezer. It took Avram Avinu to be three years old until he realized that there's a kashbaruch shenemar. Akev, Rabbi said, you know, I. I this is Maisa Shaya. When we learn something from the parasha, what is it? It's like a Gashbaruch patting you on the shoulder. What happens if you learn something from the parasha and that daf? And it also happens to be the Torah that you gave. You said, <laughs> I really didn't. So two things. You're Shaita. Why didn't you see the daf ahead? But this is, besides that, it's a nice little knipple. Here it is. I said my Torah this week was on this. Which happens to be the Parsha Shavuah and the Dvar Torah, which never happened in history. Okay, it happened today. Here, we got Akev is 172. You do the math, but here it is 172. 
So what's the pshat? Because Avraham Avinu lived how many years? 175. So why 172? Because three years didn't count. We have to take off three years, so it's 172. Yishkoyach. Whoever was at davening last night gave an unbelievable speech. But it was so unbelievable. At the end of the speech, he gave a big pump. You see how you're just talking about how you have to be of people to tire. You have to, you know. So, Yishkoyach. The only problem I have is, you said, Rabbi Vimoy Rebbe Vigdom Miller. Rabbi Vimoy Rebbe Nevizal. You didn't say Rabbi Vimoy Stefanski. What's the shot? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let me finish my Shkoyach. Boros. The Gaiva, the Gaiva. Bomoroy Barabo. Hasotan, no, I was very humbled. Shkoyach. Hasotan Bechush Benei. The word Hasotan with a hey. Why exactly they put Hasotan? So here it is. No. Hasatan 5309 and 50 is 364. Hasatan Khushbinay Tlasmeo Bashidim Bayarbaw 364. So what's Yankel Cohen, the official MD, MDY MSP, Lushul is being able to support Limit Atoyra and the finish Shaz with Rib Eli. Says the Gemara of Omer Romi Barabo, Ksiv Avrom, Ksiv Avrom. Batrilo, Himlicha Kojborhu, Amusai, Barboim, Ushloisha Evarim. Here, Avrom is 243. So it's 243 limbs, Evarim. Well, Savim Lichoi. He added extra hay. So that's another five avarim. And now you have 248. What did he add? Two eyes, two ears, and the bris milah. So says the Ran. Look at Dibur Maskel Shteinayim. Three lines from the top. Shteinayim, Shteinayim. Shteinayim, Shteinayim. Put him in charge of everything that a person is able to be in charge of. 243. A person's eyes and ears, he has no control over them. He has no choice. He goes in the street and he sees things he shouldn't be seeing. He can't close his ears when somebody speaks Lashon Hara, it's going to go into his ears. But after this, Akishborhu gave him. The ability to control all these. And listen to this line right over here. Anything he heard or saw was for a mitzvah. Okay? Ramayel Bitterman said, and I don't know where he got it from. I have no idea. I mean, I'm familiar with, you know, when a, when a person dies, they ask him, he says, I don't know, I have to look into it, but he says that they don't ask, this is a lie. They never ask anybody, what heksher matzahs did you buy for Pesach? They never ask anybody. What they ask is, what, how did you watch your eyes and how did you watch your mouth? That's what he says. I don't know where he got it from, I'm just quoting him. But it's very interesting, I think. You see an interesting insight here. Who's that group over there? Manchester. Manchester. Shalom Aleichem, Manchester. I see the Kosses. Shalom Aleichem. 
You'll see the Hari only in the back. <laughs> okay, Givaldi. So, Avram Avinu did one thing. You hear? Avram Avinu did one thing. He did a bris. But Gishbor paid him back five. So you saw it in, in I, I don't know if it's a, you saw it, a, a, a constant you saw it, but you do a little bit. You do a little bit. It's not a little. It's a bris. And I'm going to add on to that. I'm not just going to pay you back that you control bris. I'm going to pay you back and control eyes and ears. and It's a lot more. Okay. Zokta Gemara. Vomar Rome Baraba. We continue with Rome Baraba. Maidersiv. So look at this pasuk. It's a very, it's two, actually two pasukim. See where I have it here. Here, we can read it together. That we we never read it like this. We never understood it like this. It's a pasuk in Kehelas Perikdas. What does that mean? Small city, very few people. A great king came. Surrounded. Big traps. He found a nebuch, a smart nebuch, and he saved all city. Nobody remembered him. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? Small city is the body. Very few limbs. Who's this great king? We are Meshubah to him. We give over everything to him, unfortunately. And he built traps. These are the sins that we do. There's a very smart, wise, nebach, little guy. We don't pay attention to the Yetzir But he's able to save us from this whole tzorah. Through Tshuva Ma'asim Toiv. When nobody remembered him, the Shas Yitzhahara, when there's a big Yitzhahara, less the Midgar Leila Yitzhahtaiv. I think everybody knows the aside that it's too late usually when a person is already involved in an Avera, it's almost impossible to get out of the Avera. The idea is to not put yourself in the position of the Avera. Once it's an Avera, says the Gemara, the Bishas Yitzhahara, I think it means like one, you could say it, it also means once the, he's in the Yetzirah, he's involved with the Yetzirah, less than Mitka the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah has no place at all. That's why they say by the, uh, the Saita, why does she, she gets awarded? She gets awarded. If it was true, if it's not true that she was Mazana, then she gets children. Why? At the end of the day, she did a very bad thing. Her husband told her not to be Nistar, and she was Nistar. So why does she get awarded for that? Say the answer is because, yes, she did a very bad thing, but to be misgaber from that bad thing is almost impossible. And the fact that she was a misgaber, for that alone, she, she's deserving of a special award. The chachma, the, the, how do you say chachma in English? The wisdom. The wisdom is going to strengthen. The Chacham himself better than ten rulers. It has more power than from all the main culprits of Averis. By the way, 
don't know if you remember, but last parak also, we finished off with the Gata. I don't know what it means exactly, but it's good. Once in a while, we have finish off the parak with the Gata. Omer Bzchari, Mishum, Bishmal. Bikish Hagosh Baruch Loitzi Kuno Mishem. Hagosh Baruch Hu wanted to give shame Kuhuno. Shanem Marvu Choyin Le'el Elyon. Kivin Shik the Bikis Avram, the Bikis Hamakoim. But because he made a mistake, he gave Avram a bracha before he gave Hagosh Baruch Hu bracha. Yitzim Avram. He gave it to Avram Avinu Shanem Avivarcheu Vayoyimar. Baruch Avram Le'el Elyon. Kinei Shemayim Varetz Uvaruch El Elyon. First he gave a bracha to Avram, and then El Elyon. Why are you doing this? Why are you giving me a bracha before? Why are you giving the slave a bracha before the master? I saw very interesting. There's, you know, we, when we have Simonim on Rosh Hashanah night, so you're supposed to make a bracha. You do. What do you say on an apple? But you don't say Tchashalin Shonatoy Musuka, then Baruch Hashem, or, or I'm sorry, you make the bracha, you bite into the apple, then you say Yiratzin. So they want to bring a right from this Gemara. The first, you make a bracha to Hashem, and you do you don't do the Yiratzin, and then the bracha. You do a bracha, eat, then you do the Yiratzin. From this Gemara, first you give a bracha to Hashem, and then you give a bracha to the whatever it is, the Yiratzin. And then I heard, and this is mind-boggling, but if you ever go to Bar Mitzvah, and you see a guy come in, and before going over the same Maslow, he plops himself down and fresses a whole meal, and then goes over, because they base it on this Gemara. You don't go over to Bar Mitzvah boy and say, Mazel Tov, because then you're giving a bracha to the bracha before you give a bracha to Hashem. So first you make a bracha on the phone, I'm not joking. <laughs> not joking. You make a bracha. No, people are mocking. People are mocking at that. You think I'm making this up? Not making it up. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First, Shmorg is born. Then you go to Chassan. Of course. 100%. 100%. <laughs> you have to be Lam and Tzchos. You have to be Lam and Tzchos. Yeah. Some people mock me all the way after benching, whatever. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh. Well, they ask the question here, but at the end of the day, Avram comes from shame. But it didn't go to shame. It didn't come from shame. It didn't come to the other descendants of shame. It went to Avram. Shame himself was a koyin. Ve'ein zaroi koyin. Hadun aloch arbo nedorim. Hadun aloch arbo nedorim. Hadun aloch arbo nedorim. Agut. Tevoch. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.15. Be'ezra Hashem.